inside the lion's den with Dr. Will, where real men share true stories about life, love, and business. Now here's Dr. Will. Now, today's video is designed to arm you brothers with the weapon that you need to win the war of the sexes, okay? And the only way to win any war is to overwhelm the enemy in battle. But in the war of the sexes, men need knowledge that will overwhelm the information that women receive through the feminist movement that actually launched the war. And just like any small nation that finds itself under attack, the men have started to subtly fight back. And with the war of the uh, admin of social media, men have formed a community called Red Pill, where they have basically formed a militia in an effort to fight against feminist propaganda. But they don't realize that that response to the feminist and Me Too attack won't help them win the war. It'll only prolong it. So what must men do to end and win the war between the sexes? Let's talk about it. In order to build or win anything, you have to know the end from the beginning. So what are the goals of any war? Number one, to defeat the enemy. And number two, to make them submit to your authority and obey your laws or rules of governance. But in order to win wars, men must understand that the two most fundamental principles of war are, number one, know yourself and seek self-improvement. And number two, know your enemies as well as you know yourself. The majority of black men who have engaged women in the war of the sexes are spending a lot of time in the red pill community trying to get to know their enemy. However, they are approaching their efforts back backwards, okay? In order to defeat the enemy, you have to know your own uh, strengths and improve your weaknesses before you go into battle. But the problem is red pill guys have led you into battle who want to be leaders of the war but these guys will make poor generals, all right? They try to arm you with knowledge about women so that you will know your enemy. However, you have to know yourself first and know what you have that can help you win or what you don't have that could cause you to lose. If you don't know yourself first, it'll be difficult for you to understand your enemy well enough to win, okay? Your leaders in the red pill community uh, of, of, the, of the war of the sexes are afraid to know themselves because that will force them to take some responsibility for not teaching you to know yourself. And brothers, your red pill leaders are not real leaders, all right? These men are propagandists in the war of the sexes, very similar to Tokyo Rose in the Vietnam War. See, Tokyo Rose sat behind a microphone in a safe zone and broadcasted the U.S. ain't shit, you shouldn't be fighting for whitey propaganda every day, all day. You see, your red pill leaders, they sit comfortably behind a microphone and disseminate women ain't shit propaganda all day, every day, while leaving you to suffer the wounds of war. And brothers, these guys look like grown-ass men, but they are, in reality, adult adolescents or man-sized boys. Okay, if you examine the OG and a gang, you will see that an adult male uh, that never grew up. Okay, and the problem with older red pill guys is they are adult males that never grew up mentally and emotionally become real men. And rather than teaching you how to have a real relationship with a real, real woman, they reduce you to self-love, that is, romancing the bone or making love to Handy Sandy. Okay. Now, have you also noticed that some of them fight to be the established or recognized leader of the red pill community? And if you look over into the woke or conscious community, you'll see the same thing. See, they know that being a recognized leader will get them more eyes and ears, along with more butts in the chairs, which means more money. And why? It's because they get paid to talking. 
See, the more they can trick you into letting them poison you with propaganda, the more dollars they will receive from advertisers. Now, the two most dangerous men in the black community are the black preacher and the woke or conscious Negro. Now, the red pill men are complete, competing for that notoriety. They just get paid to talk, brothers, okay? Because they don't understand that the, their words cause long-term damage to the black community, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, as well as financially. However, they suffer no consequences, so they take no responsibility or accountability for their words and deeds. And this is why your red pill leaders refuse to seek self-improvement because they, uh, what they are doing is working for them, and they never teach you to improve because... Keeping you in that current condition is profitable to them. And that leaves you to suffer the wounds of war by not being fully equipped to win the battle while they profit from it. From it. So I'm here to tell you that in order to win a, a war quickly and handily without so many wounds and casualties, you have to be the best man that you can be. Then the women will see the value in their men, stop fighting, and submit or surrender. All right? But red pill leaders don't want you to see this because then your eyes will be open and they will lose money. See, there's a difference between the eyes of your understanding being enlightened and the eyes of your understanding being darkened. When a man's eyes are open to the light, he can see reality clearly, identify his purpose quickly, and set a course to ensure that his future is bright. But when a man's eyes are open to darkness, it puts him on a path to destruction where his future is dystopian. And this is part of the reason why God warned Adam and Eve to not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, because they would get the knowledge of darkness but it will also open their eyes to evil, all right? Now, you have to understand that the earth was covered in darkness before God put man in it, and this is why he had to say, let there be light. And under, unlearned men don't understand that light does not destroy darkness, it only shrinks in light's presence. See, the natural state of a room is dark, and when you turn on the light, the darkness never leaves, it only reduces itself to shadows. And if you look on the floor at the bottom of a table or a chair, you will see that the darkness is still there. And once you turn off the light, the darkness will fill up the room again because it's like the man, okay, whose natural state of his heart is dark. See, we are shaped in darkness in our mother's womb and every man has light and dark aspects to his nature and we all have the capacity to be both good and evil. Therefore, we need spiritual training that will bring in the light and shrink the darkness in our hearts. But red pill leaders focus men's eyes on the dark side of women's hearts and thanks to black preachers who are poor spiritual leaders and thanks to woke and conscious Negroes who have convinced you to reject religion, people don't want to get formal spiritual training anymore. Therefore, um, people are more likely to present their dark side rather than the light. And there's an old truism that says, if you look at a man for what he is, he will never improve. But if you look at him for what he could be, then he'll become what he should be. If you guys keep listening to red pill, women ain't shit content, you will always see their dark side and you will never improve enough to lead women to come back to the light and become what they should be. Now, one of the reasons the NFL issues the Man of the Year Award is to focus players on improving themselves in their community, okay? The NFL leadership understands that better men make better athletes. And the U.S. military does the same thing because its leaders understand that better men make better soldiers. But have you ever noticed that adult red pill cats, black preachers, and the conscious Negro never do anything to improve themselves or their community? The only thing that they do is talk, okay? Every man, especially those who are, are, have taken battle positions in the war of the sexes, must seek self-improvement in order to become better men, husbands, fathers, and providers. Then, once you win the war, the women will have a competent authority to submit to. 
Another reason why red pill leaders would make poor generals is they don't understand who the real enemy is and the lines of authority that you will have to overcome to defeat them. Brothers, you can knock off all the women who are soldiers in the war of the sexes, but that won't end the war. And that's because your enemy is not actually women. See, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Our actual enemy is a flesh and blood level devil that is causing women to war against black men. Our secondary enemies are the laws and the courts that protect women as a weaker, weaker vessel, as a weaker vessel that's vulnerable to men's physical power. So whenever men try to fight against women physically, the laws and the courts intervene as their allies to protect them from defeat. But brothers, we can win this war and lead women to come back to being our allies if we simply open our eyes and do what it takes to improve and stop listening to those red pill guys. And see, after you identify your strengths and improve your weaknesses, the next step to winning the war lies in understanding the type of battle that you're fighting. See, military theory divides war into three levels, strategic, operational, and tactical, all right? The war of the sexes is actually a tactical operation known in military circles as a low-intensity conflict. Now, if you understand how to identify this type of war, you can see it happening in the war of the sexes on both sides. In the first stages of a low-intensity conflict, the majority of, of the battle is confined to psychological operations, propaganda, and counter-organizing, all right? The feminist movement organized women for battle using propaganda, but now the red pill movement has counter-organized using propaganda as well. One of the goals of uh, counter-organizing in the war of the sexes is to win the hearts and minds of men and women who might otherwise be fighting on the other side, right? And that's why we're seeing the rise of simps and the pick me. See, the good thing about a low-intensity conflict is the fighting is usually confined to communities rather than throughout whole cities. But the problem for us is the fighting in this conflict is concentrated almost entirely in the black community. Black women cannot see that middle class and upper middle class white women and nearly all Hispanic women have put down their arms and went home to submit to their husbands. And black women are the, are the only ones still trying to arm themselves against their men by obtaining college degrees and careers. See, they don't want to surrender, feel defeated, and have to submit to the authority of their husbands. Black women don't understand that the collateral casualties of war are always women and children. See, the men die in battle or become prisoners of war. However, women lose their men and their livelihood as a result, and their children lose their fathers, their name, and their legacy. See, the problem with this war is black women are causing the casualties, okay? Their efforts to fight relentlessly against black men is sentencing themselves to a life of being lonely and positioning their children to living in or just above poverty. And this is why the majority of white and Hispanic women put down their arms and went home and this is why the overwhelming majority of Asian women never joined the fight. See, they were conscientious objectors to this war from the beginning because they knew that fighting against their men was immoral and detrimental to their children. We see black women get angry when they see a white woman standing by their wealthy cheating man. And that's because they don't understand that she is not standing by him. She is protecting the legacy and wealth of her children. See, she knows that if she leaves him, he will more than likely go out and get another woman that is young enough to have children. Then her children will have to divide their inheritance or share their legacy with the children of some young hussy. All right. Now, sisters, it appeared to me that some of you have a level of cognitive dissonance that is intense or two thoughts in the same mind that don't coincide. See, you ladies are popping your neck and high-fiving each other when Beyonce sang Ring the Alarm. 
And she said, I'll be damned if I see another chick on your arm. But then you were like, yeah, a bitch ain't going to get my man and be wearing my shit. But yet you also danced happily when she sang and all the single ladies, I'm doing, I'm doing my own little thing, decided to dip. And now you want a trip because another brother noticed me. Then I realized that in Ring the Alarm, Beyonce was talking about leaving a marriage. And then all the single ladies, she was talking about leaving a man that she wanted to marry, but he wouldn't ask her. Brothers, we can end this war and lead our women to submit to their men once again if we would just learn to become the men that we are supposed to be and get out of the red pill community. If you listen to the women who have taken up arms against men closely, their desire is to have a, a man that they can submit to. However, that man is usually high quality, earns six figures, and can provide an upper middle class lifestyle of luxury. And at the end of the day, even in the darkest parts of their heart, black women are still the way God designed them to be. They are still bringing forth children in sorrow. They still have a desire for a husband and they want a, a loving husband to rule over them, but they simply want him to be a man of authority, okay, in order for them to submit to his authority. Therefore, guys, if you want to end the war of the sexes, you must stop spending hours every day listening to Women Ain't Shit Red Pill content and begin using those hours listening to content that will increase your man Q and lead you into self-improvement then your eyes will be open to the light, beautiful, and profitable side of women rather than their darkness. All right? Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Real Men, True Stories with Dr. Will. If you would like to be a guest on the show, you can go to drwillenterprises.com, click the Appointments tab, and book an appointment under Zoom interview on the best Tuesday or Thursday available for you. Please join Dr. Will on Patreon at patreon.com slash drwillspeaking where you can catch up on missed real men, true stories, podcast episodes, access exclusive videos, receive free downloads and members only merchandise. We'll see you next time in the lion's den where you will hear true stories from real men.